Welcome to the Trauma Tapes. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Happy Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving week. I think we're approaching episode 40. I don't know. if. This oh, is this is right. episode 40. That's significant. I know. Damn. Yeah, it is 40, right? Yeah. Because that's funny. Because I thought about that last time when I uploaded the last one and then I didn't, I completely forgot about it, but I was like, oh, this is 40. Crazy. It's crazy. That's crazy. I know. It's a big 40 year for you. It is. It is. <laughs> I'm 40. The podcast is 40. What else? 40. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good number. I like 40 so far in the, the month I've been 40. The 40, you're going to love it. It's great. I think life just gets better. The older yeah. Get. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Oprah keeps saying that she's ahead of us. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll follow her. We'll follow her lead. She keeps saying like, I peaked at 50. I peaked at 60, <laughs> you know, like. I think you're right. Yeah. It does get better. You just, I don't know. You care less about stupid stuff and you, you, I don't know, you feel more comfortable in your own skin, hopefully. And it's, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. You shed some of the bullshit too. I think, you know? Yeah, definitely. Speaking of bullshit, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving <laughs> week. <laughs> yes, it is. We don't have a letter this week. So we thought we would just sort of talk about the holidays and, um, trauma, trauma and drama that comes up. Um, around the holidays. I've been talking to people about that a lot. I bet. I don't know if you have, but it's a thing. Oh, it's a huge thing. It's, I feel like no one escapes it, you know, totally like on some level there, even though we're, we're like shown all these images of like the perfect holiday and mm-hmm. you know all these things you need and mm-hmm. you know, how to achieve that. But I, I, I've never heard someone say like, wow, I know the best time ever <laughs> or like even more rare. Like, I can't wait. Like, what a great time this is for me. Like, I know. It's Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. You know, that's, I, I haven't heard that in a long time. No, no. So, what are you hearing from people? Just kind of general anxiety? I think that the main thing is like the, the question of why do I feel so bad? And for a lot of people, like, so there's two kind of overlapping things that are going on. And I think they're both related to what we talk about on the podcast, which is that it's an incredibly high time of stress. Mm-hmm. right? And trauma is a stress response issue. So anything we talk about that's related to trauma is also related to stress and vice versa. And so people are really, really overwhelmed, right? Even the best of circumstances with things are going well, there's a lot to do. Your you know, um, schedule gets all messed up. You're, you have to deal with characters you don't usually have to deal with on a daily basis, all that kind of stuff. But the other thing is the the kind of memories. Lots of people have stuff that has happened on or around holidays and they will ask themselves every year, why do I still feel bad? Why haven't I healed? And that I think really gets at this issue that we talk about a lot, which is that we need a different frame on what healing actually looks like because all of our memories leave somatic imprints. Our bodies are along with us for our experience. And so we have somatic imprints of all, all things, good things, neutral things, bad things. And somatic imprints are brought to the surface again during time anniversaries because the body is operating on a time clock. And so it will, it just comes back up. 
And so the question to why you're feeling so bad is because your body is working and that sucks that it makes you feel bad, but it's, it's not that you're not healing or that something is wrong. Right. You know, like, yeah. Well, it's the idea that healing means you're going to stop feeling something or healing means that it's mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. you know, that there's like an arrival point of, you know, I'm done or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This is over. This chapter's over. Shut the book on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that I'm going to get back to how I felt before, which like we, you know, we've talked about many times, like right the before and after it's, it's, um, you can't get back there and, yep. and that's not a bad thing. Yep. You know, completely. I also think like, you know, they are, they're so people put so much, so many expectations on themselves, you know, for the yep. perfect holiday or, you know, what mm-hmm. you need to buy or serve or eat or whatever. And then we're in this world right now where every message that you get is that you need to lower your expectations because mm-hmm. you can't buy, find a turkey. You can't, you know, the supply chain issues, like the messages that we're getting are completely um, the opposite of that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So you're putting pressure on yourself and the yeah. world is telling you like, stop, forget yeah. about it. You, yeah. you, you can't have the things that you even had two years ago Yeah. in the way that you did. Yeah. So it kind of creates this like tension mm-hmm. and then I'm sure people want to celebrate maybe a little bit more this year because maybe they didn't see mm-hmm. people last yeah. year, yeah. you know? So it's just, it's just, we're in this very odd place of like expectations are through the roof. Yeah. Um, the reality is lower than it's ever been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also like, Hey folks, <laughs> the pandemic's still going on. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. wear your masks, get your boosters, do the things, be careful. You know, if you're traveling, do so mindfully, wash your hands, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Brent was supposed to go to Europe. Um, and you know, the Austria's. I know. Down. I know. You know, I didn't even make that connection. I just read that last night. You know, Shit. I mean, cases are surging and I read somewhere that the, the German chancellor, I think this chancellor yeah. said like, this is now a pandemic for the unvaccinated, which I thought was super interesting. But yeah. that is super interesting. Yeah. We, you're right. We're still in the throes of this. Yeah. We'd like to pretend we're not, but we are. Right. Right. Yeah. So what do we do? <laughs> so, okay. Number one, validate. If you're feeling stressed, it's a stressful time. That's okay. Why are you feeling stressed? It's a stressful time. Like, could you not beat yourself up for feeling what you're supposed to be feeling? You know? Yeah. Um, I have a couple of ideas when we could just go back and forth about like what, what is helpful during this time just to kind of combat some of that stress or to, to release it. And I think one of them is just to kind of say what you were just saying. Can you radically downgrade your expectations? Yeah. Can, can you let go of the need for perfection? Where is that coming from? I think for a lot of people, it's coming from a real need for normalcy, Mm -hmm. but it's a little misguided because was that ever normal? Look back to your holidays. Were they ever like happy and easy and good? Or were they stressful in a different way? You know? Yeah. And and then what are you laughing at? (laughs) I'm laughing at it because I've been thinking about that a lot, you know, in our own lives that like the temptation is to, you know, remember these holidays fondly when Mm -hmm. everyone was alive and together, but Mm -hmm. they were a shit show. They were stressful. Yep. You know, they were not fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some of my like worst childhood memories are 
Thanksgiving specifically related. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's just funny. It's like you, you don't, I never think of that. I think of Thanksgiving as like, oh, it's supposed to be this. We have all these weird archetypes built in of like coziness and connection and great conversation at the dinner table. Like, has that ever happened for anybody? (laughs) Exactly. No, right? (laughs) No, it's stressful. And we're also in this world, I'm, I'm changing the subject a little bit where like, there is so much like political stuff and like, oh my gosh, like right under the surface. I know you are hearing people's opinions that you might not want to hear or might not agree with. And that's also challenging in in a whole different way. I'm pulling up this, the New Yorker had a hilarious cartoon about this yesterday. Also could, uh, speaking of letting go and in that vein, can you maybe let go of, of trying to change your entire family dynamic at the Thanksgiving dinner table? Right. Oh God. Yeah. Politics. I mean, it's horrifying when you have people in the family that are, that believe things that are horrific, right? It's not, I'm not, I'm not minimizing that, but the likelihood that that dynamic or that person's opinion is going to change during the dinner at Thanksgiving is 0%. That's the likelihood. Right. Zero. So let go of the need to, um, to push on that. Sometimes it's about getting, getting through, you know? Yeah. The New Yorker had this thing on the, on Instagram yesterday. I'm just reading this. The least divisive topics for holiday family dinners. Number one is babies. We were all one at some point and they're generally (laughs) believed to be cute. Perhaps go around the table and discuss if you're more of a teeny toes nibbler or, or a yittle belly squisher. (laughs) Two trees, they allow us to breathe. I feel like that would even that would be controversial. And it people would. seem to like that. Also, wood is nice. Yeah, talk about trees. Number three, pants. What's not to like? Legs go in them, etc. We all have a favorite pair. Um, Paul Rudd is number four. <laughs> Five, traffic. Everyone hates traffic, right? Um, and that was it. It's just like I think that it's funny to see things like that because you see how everyone is struggling with that. And I think we have the tendency to think like my family is uniquely terrible or this situation is uniquely terrible. And there's certainly value in processing the unique intricacies of whatever your, you know, dysfunctional family dynamic is. And lots of people are in the position. So don't, you don't need to feel alone, you know? Right. Okay. I want to talk about positive triggers. Positive triggers. Positive triggers. What? Well, I made it up to be completely fair. Um, but here's why I got, as you know, cause I talk about this all the time. I'm super fired up about how we're just like stripping the language of triggers down to make it just absolutely meaningless. Everyone is triggered all the time. Like I'm triggered by this shirt that I'm wearing because it's like, you know, no, that makes me mad. Triggers mean something neurobiologically and they're meant to indicate a particular kind of memory that has a, a specific meaning in the body. And that's the thing, but I was like, okay, you want to just strip down the meaning of trigger. Let's go ahead and do that entirely. What is a trigger at its very most basic thing? It's something that evokes memory, a stimulus that evokes a memory. Mm -hmm. You want to strip it down? Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And now you have to acknowledge the fact that you also have for as many negative triggers you have in your life, trauma triggers or whatever, you have positive triggers too right? The smell of cinnamon, I find incredibly comforting. I love that smell. It reminds me of one of my favorite poems, the cinnamon peeler's wife or the cinnamon peeler or whatever. I can't remember the name of it. I'll find it in a second. Um, 
I love the smell of cinnamon. That's a positive trigger. Whenever I smell that, I feel that coziness and warmth in my body. Just like if I have a trauma trigger, I feel that negativity in my body. Okay. I like that. So you can use positive triggers. Also, this is my theory. I don't know if this is really true, but when you think about positive things, you flip your circuitry in your brain. So when you're in the fear circuit, if you think about hope or something positive, you flip into the hope circuit, which shuts the fear circuit down because those two circuits are counterposed. They can't be on at the same time. And so it's my theory that if you take a positive trigger, if you can, when you're feeling negatively triggered, it will shut that down. Okay. Because you can't be thinking about them both at the same time. Okay. Right. So what are some other like positive triggers? Um, I love the, um, like the Christmas tree, like the balsam. Like yes. Smell. Yes. Totally. I just got a diffuser that has that smell. Oh, I love uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really like, that's like a powerful, like feeling. What is the feeling? Um, it's just like calm. It's like, yep. you know, peaceful. Yep. yep. Nature. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, noticing it like, oh, that's yep. a good smell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. I'm just thinking I have this weird, I get this craving every time this year for ask first cookies, which we can't even tell that whole story, but like they're a type of cookie we used to eat growing up. Yeah. They weren't even really that good. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't, but I crave them. You do. Yeah. Which is funny. And I have like really positive memories associated. They had, so they were these like basically kind of like a sugar shortbread cookie, I think with a maraschino cherry on top. Yeah. Um, but I get, I never eat cherries and I get that, I get that craving for cherries at this time of year. It's just like excitement of the, of the holidays and like time off from school and like that feeling of giddiness and like freedom that you have when you're a little kid and it's Christmas time, you know, you could recreate those. Yeah. I've made them for sure. I have some Bing cherries. I'm going to try to make them and see. You need those like fake cherries that are I know. Like, rubbery and <laughs> probably made from plastic. <laughs> that like red color that doesn't occur. It's just red 40 and a and yeah, bunch yeah. of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What else are positive triggers? You know what I love doing is like driving around and seeing. Oh, I, me too. Yeah, me too. I love that. Me too. I don't know why. What, like, what is that? It reminds me of like Christmas Eve and like driving yeah. home from. Midnight mass. Well, from Richard and Doris back to our house. And just kind of like you said, like the excitement of that night. Yeah. You know, and everyone's houses are like warm and decorated. Yeah. Peek in the windows. And yeah, I love that. Everyone's like tucked in and living their little cute little lives. And yeah. 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 The anticipation of the, of the next day and just that feeling. I love, love, love. Um, Christmas music. You do. But like it has not like the like supermarket Christmas music, but like Ella Fitzgerald's swinging Christmas and like stuff like that, that like mom listened to. Yeah. That just makes me feel like, I don't know that always, like I was thinking about this the other day that kind of brings me back to like New York life in New York and that sort of, I don't know. It feels really timeless. That kind of music, you know? Yeah, it is. I like that too. I like the, um, the Michael Bublé <laughs> Christmas album, which is kind of goofy, but it reminds me of um, the first um, December that I went to Virginia 
you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we were just driving around and it, life was very exciting. Like then. Yeah. That yeah. Time, yeah. Listening yeah. To that CD in the car. And I don't know. I have a controversial thing to say, which is that I hate Michael Bublé. I'm sorry. It's okay. You can <laughs> sorry, it's <okay>. Michael Bublé. <laughs> but it's that kind of music, like that old. No, totally. Oh, kind of yeah. Music. The crooner, like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's something so timeless about all that. So Frank Sinatra, and I don't know what what it is. I think it's comforting because it's like, I, I don't know actually. What about like Christmas decorations? I already have a tree. Is it up? Yeah. You do? I can point it. Hold on. It's fake. It's not a real tree. Oh my God. That's significant. It's seven feet. <laughs> no more sad ass Christmases. Well, good. That's my, that's my thing. It doesn't have decorations on it, but I just put it up. It's beautiful. Thank you. I got it from Michael's of all places. You did? Yeah. Fun. Good I for know. you. Yeah. What about you? Do you like Christmas decorations? Or you hate them. I also have my Simon Pierce tree, which you probably can't see, but it's over there. Um, you know, I I'm like, I'm coming around. Like I hated them for mm-hmm. a long time, but like every year I find myself like a little more interested, which yep. I like take as progress. Yep. And totally. I take that as a positive sign. And mm-hmm. like, I was, you know, in the basement the other day going through boxes, like, what do we need? And, and yep. what can I do differently? And, um, mm-hmm. that, that feels like a turning point. Yeah, totally. Cause you're taking it back in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's, it doesn't have to be as sad as it's been. Nope. You can make it your own. Right. You and that's true with Thanksgiving. That's true at this time of year. Like you can make, and you should find little ways to make every day your own, even if you're, you know, steeped in family bullshit and in a state you don't live in and whatever, you know, what can you do on a daily basis? That's just for you, you know? Yeah. That makes you happy. Yeah. Listening yeah. to your favorite stuff as you go to sleep, like taking a super long shower, taking a walk by yourself, calling a friend and bitching about how irritating your family is. Right. Anything. Right. These little like touch points during these times, you know? Yeah. I've been making tea every night. Um, <laughs> oh, I love that. You know, I have a, like a, uh, love, hate relationship with tea, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to embrace it and uh, like just making like a, like a cup of tea and like, I have three favorite mugs and one of the three mugs and like sitting down and like enjoying that while yeah. it's warm. It's so okay. silly. And well, it's so no, fun. it's, but that's the thing. Like, that's like, I, I, they're not little. Those little things aren't little. I look forward to it. It's like a, like a good, like routine. What's um, what, what kind of tea are you drinking? Well, it's, it's um sleepy tea. Oh, and sleepy time. <laughs> no, not sleepy time. It's like an oh, okay. like Indian one. Like, Oh, cool. Oh, I love that brand. And it has like that holy basil and yep. um, I don't know if it's doing anything, but it's like making me feel better. So I love it. Yeah. Then it's doing something. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I drink cinnamon tea every night. I love it. Speaking of cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a nice like routine. Like those. To- little- yep. Yeah. You do it in the morning with coffee. Why wouldn't you do it at night with cinnamon? I mean, it was tea. Who said tea is stupid? Was it me or you? No, it was me. (laughs) We need a t-shirt. Lisa once famously said, tea is stupid, period. End of sentence, end of statement. The the person I said that to deserved it. (laughs) A thousand percent, a thousand percent. It was, it was not a, uh, first of all, it was your opinion at the time and that's valid either way. And second, it was just, it was a, yeah, 
they had a person guy. deserved it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay. What else can we say about so positive triggers? And I think like anytime you're having a negative thing come up with stress related or anything, bring in a positive trigger, try to focus on it in as much detail as you can and see what happens. Yeah. Cause I think even just talking about that for five minutes or however long we talked about it, like it feels great. It does. You start thinking about what you choose to think about changes your biochemistry. So if you're choosing, if you can muster the, the energy to choose to think about something else, it will change the way you feel. Right. That's a fact. Not, right. not just my wacky, you know, whatever. That's no, you, you get, I think I've talked about this before, but you gave me really good advice at one point and I can't remember what the heck was going on. Um, some drama, but you said like, write a list and put it on your phone of like five things yeah. that make you feel better. Yeah. And they, one was like having my nails painted. Yeah. One was like going outside mm-hmm. taking like a deep breath. I mean, they were very small, you know, yeah. not big things, not hard to achieve at all. Yep. And when I found when I was super frustrated and didn't know what to do, just looking at the list on the phone and doing one of those things was an instant like boost. Mm -hmm. Or even knowing you have options. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. No, I'm a big believer in that little stuff. I think it really changes the whole landscape. Well, we underestimate it, but it's so important. Yeah. Well, because I think we think the like the scale of things we have wrong. So I think we think that if we have a big bad thing going on, we need a big good thing to counter it. I and mean, that's actually right. not true. Right. The calculus isn't even. You have to just have little things and that's that's enough. Yeah. I just had um, something super important to say and I forgot it. Little things. Making a list. Checking it twice. <laughs> um positive triggers. Uh, I can't think of it. What were you just going to say? I was thinking of, um, I saw an interview once with a, um, one of the survivors from remember the, uh, that horrible Virginia tech. Yeah, of course. Um, school shooting yeah. shooting. Was it like 2006? So yeah. 32 or 33 people were killed. Mm-hmm. Um, they were interviewing someone who had survived and I, I want to say it happened in March or April or something. April. She she said, um, you know what? I just, I know like when April's coming that I, I just, I know it's going to be tough. So I just ensure that I have, you know, things lined up Mm -hmm. to help me not big things like, like, you know, like I buy like a, a a fuzzy blanket that makes Mm -hmm. me feel good. I, you know, I have enough tea in the house or whatever it is. I just yeah. kind of prepare for it and know that I'm going to take that time and I'm going to really make the things that feel me, make me feel better a priority, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of lining yeah. up that stuff. I, yeah. And I thought that was like super important and helpful. I mean, you do that. Like if you had a friend who was struggling with something, and you knew that that thing was going to come up every year, you'd have your, your eye on it and you'd be like, okay, what can I do for Lisa that I know is going to help her? Okay. I'm going to call her. I'm going to make sure that I tell her this joke and remind her of this time that we laughed. And like, you would do it for a friend. Why wouldn't you do it for yourself? And you wouldn't doing it for a friend. You wouldn't be like, well, this is too small. I shouldn't do that. You would be, you would just do it and say, this will help a little. So I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's also like not then you won't get as frustrated with yourself when the feelings come up. It's like, yeah, this is going to happen. And, uh, you know, 
in, in anticipation of that, I'm going to buy myself flowers every week. Right. I'm going to, you know, instead of like when the feelings do come up, because like you said in the beginning, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's somatic, it's in your body. They will come up. Yep. You're not angry about it and you're not frustrated. Yep. You're just like you're laying the groundwork, like, yep. you know, like, oh, here it is. You just notice it. And then you, you, you click into action instead of noticing it and beating yourself up. You're like, oh, the thing's here again. Here's what I'm going to do. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, I thought that was super helpful. No, I love that. I love that. And it can't, again, like you said, it can be really small. Buy a couple of face masks at CVS for $2 and do them every night. Right. You know, skincare face masks, not like face masks. I I don't know what to do about this like language thing with that. Like, because I talk about face masks all the time. One of the reasons is because they having cold on your face activates the parasympathetic nervous response. Oh, okay. So you're, so you will actually feel more calm if you put a face mask on your face for 20 minutes. One of the ones I keep, I have a whole section of my refrigerator that has face masks and weird little skin things for that reason. That's nice. Yeah. Like a whole drawer. It's kind of crazy. That's a good tip. (laughs) Yep. Or like, you know, listen to your favorite happy dance song when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Just have that queued up as your alarm. It can be that small. Right. The other, one of the other things I was doing this, I had a retreat this weekend and I did this exercise. We did a tiny little gratitude letter. So instead of there, there's been a lot of recent research in neuroscience and gratitude lately. And it turns out that making a list is actually like the scratching the very surface of what the benefits you can get from gratitude. And one of the ways to get a much bigger sort of hit of those same positive chemicals is to write a thank you letter or a gratitude letter to someone in your life. And we did this exercise this weekend where it was like, just literally take two minutes, set a timer and write out a a gratitude message to someone who's had a positive impact in your life in the last seven days, and then send it to them. Mm -hmm. If you do that every day, you'll feel better. And look at what that's putting out in the world. I know, I know. I know. And it doesn't have to be, again, it doesn't have to be a big, like a love letter or whatever. It can just be like, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed that conversation we had last week, or thanks so much for that advice. That was really helpful. Or, you know, you really supported me when I was trying to put together that thing for work and, and that really made a difference. And I felt really connected and thank you, you know, little stuff like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It turns on the hope circuit. It connects to all the happy chemicals. There's lots and lots of research about it. Don't stop at the gratitude list. I think that's all I have. Do you have anything else? I'm going to think of like 85 things as soon as we hang up, but we're here. Write us letters, whatever's going on. We can sort it out. Trauma, drama, whatever. What are you thinking? I'm thinking like, you know, how do you, how do you not, what, what, what have we learned along the way? Just be nice to yourself. Don't try to make it look like you think it should try to tune into what you actually want today. Do you want turkey or do you want chicken nuggets? I always want chicken nuggets. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess also like, like try and like pull out the little things like we talked about from the holiday experience, whatever that is. Yeah. Joyful. Yes. Yeah. Without the heaviness, without the the pressure. Right? Sit down. Yeah, totally. Sit down and make a list of things you actually like about this or any holiday. Yeah. 
right? Not what you don't like, not what's traumatic, not the memories. What do you actually like? Do you love the Christmas lights only? Do you love the cookies? Do you love the, you know, watching silly Christmas movies with friends? Like, do you, what, what is it that you actually love? And then you can import that into your life now. Right. You know, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a tiny little joy? Yeah. But we kind of talked about it already. My tiny little joy was going to be. <laughs> You're going to laugh at mine a lot. Yeah, probably. I have a bunch, but like okay. I, the, the one that I woke up this morning thinking about was that you sent me, <laughs> you, <laughs> you sent me that text with the dinosaur tree, which I thought was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a company that sent you like a, like a tabletop tree and all the decoration decorations. And it was a great idea, a great concept. Like it was all done for you. I, it's the, cranberry fog. Cran- let me find it. Cause I bought one. The link that Mac texted me was like of a purple tree with dinosaurs <laughs> on it. And, and her question in the text was like, do you think mom would have liked this? And I was like, <laughs> our mom. <laughs> no, you were like, you like the dinosaurs? Like what? <laughs> I could like hear your like <laughs> smart ass response. Tone. You like the dinosaurs? No. <laughs> well, I didn't, I don't know. I was tired or whatever. No, it was, uh, it was super funny. It was probably like 11 PM when I texted you this, I was also like in a meeting and shouldn't have been like shopping for Christmas trees. So <laughs> I was also distracted, but it's the company is called cranberry frog and it's from California. And they are these three foot mini trees. Mom was obsessed with that. She hated big Christmas trees and she wanted like a tabletop tree. And that was the thing, but these come with themes. And so there's like it, one of them is like a sugar candy theme. And so it's like a white frosted little tree. And then it has like a thousand decorations and it all comes in a box and you can decorate the whole thing yourself. It's just like all, all in one kit. You don't have to go anywhere else. Um, but super great for like, if you have, if you have a small apartment and like some of them are Christmas related, but some of them are decorated in just super wild ways. <laughs> so like I guess the there's like dinosaurs, purple dinosaurs. So the one that I sent was the dinosaur. <laughs> it is a great concept. I love it actually. It's super. I bought one. I have, it hasn't, it's not here yet, but I'm super excited about it. Um, but when you sent that, I like it, it, I just thought that, um, we are in a place where we're taking Christmas back and that, yeah. like, that felt really like to get excited about something like that. And I yeah. found myself, like I said earlier, doing the same thing, like, Oh, yeah. you know, when are we going to put the tree? It's not even Thanksgiving. And I'm thinking, I know. like, should we go get the tree? You know, should we, should we put that up? And you know, what do we do? Yeah. That, that's hopeful. And that, that feels really great. It so. does. It's been a long time. There were a lot of sad ass Christmases. Yeah, there were. There were. I love that. That's a great tiny little joy. See, there's like pink ones and like. It's fat. It's a great idea. Cause you don't have to like go through target and like get all the, like a thousand percent. Comes to you, right? It just, it all comes in one box and yeah. We, this is not an ad, by the way. We we are not a sponsored podcast. <laughs> we just talk about shit we like. Um, yeah. And they, you can also leave it up because they do holiday. They do decorations for all holidays. So there's like Halloween. So you could have it like on a table somewhere as a plant, essentially, and like have like Halloween things and or an Easter tree or like yeah, a, totally. Or the July tree. Or yeah. What, what else is there? Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Mine is Kerrygold butter. <laughs> oh my God. Didn't I have that once? I don't know. Have you not, do you not have it usually? I have it every day. Like I, and I would like, 
rub it into my hand if I could. It's, <laughs> it's like the best thing that ever happened. I hadn't, I don't know if, if this was a pandemic thing, it stopped like existing or whatever. Um, couldn't I couldn't get, get it. it for a super long time. And I, so I forgot about it. And this last time I was at the grocery store, I was like, Oh, I think I liked that. Say so a bagel every morning for breakfast. And I had it this morning and I was like, what the fuck <laughs> do they do to this butter? I think it has a lot of salt in it, but it makes it like fabulous. It is a completely different, like just for like fun, go and get some regular butter and then <laughs> some Kerrygold butter and, and have them like one after the other. Sorry, my slack is blowing up. Um, it's like the craziest thing. It's so good. I, I'm very protective of it. I have like, it has its own container. I don't let anyone else touch it for anything else. I've been known to like hide it in the fridge behind other things. So I don't want anyone to use it. It's like mine. I would be well, devastated if I couldn't get it on a regular basis though. It's um, it's a game changer. I usually keep a couple in the freezer as like backup. Yeah. It's it, a good, <laughs> it's a good tiny little joy. <laughs> it's fabulous. It's the perfect way to start the day with coffee. Oh my God. I know. I don't know what I, I don't, I've been, it's, I'm sad for my, my, all the days of my, my past <laughs> self, not having Kerrygold butter. butter. <laughs> Again, this is not an ad. We are not a sponsored podcast. <laughs> That's a good one. It is a good one. Okay. What are the three things? Rate, review. subscribe, review, rate, review, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe rate, review. <laughs> This is why we're not a sponsored podcast. Listen, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Maybe at 140. <laughs> rate, rate, review, subscribe. Why is it that I have, I have a lot of like facts in my brain. <laughs> I don't know. I should I can, take over that part. I can remember like the branches of the nervous system and different parts of the brain and all this other stuff. And then I'm like, what are the three things? <laughs> What do you do? Listen to the podcast? No, that's not one. Anyway, yes. Rate, review, subscribe. If you have a question, email us at thetraumatapes at gmail.com. And we will cover your letter or your question or your thoughts on the podcast. Yeah. Give us a holiday story. Yeah, totally. Yes. Also, what are your, what are your positive triggers? I want to hear that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Cause I made this up. So now it's a thing. <laughs> It is a thing. I like it. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.